Gay Savvy. Yeah, put the music back on. Let's get the party back cracking up in there, man. Where's your suit? Please turn up the music. Brisbane's youth alternative, Switch. It's that time again. It's time for Gay Savvy. It's Michael James, Kat and Spence back in the house tonight. Look at you beautiful people. How are you? Yo, I'm good. How are you going? Especially you, Tim, because we haven't seen you forever. I know. It's so good to see you kids again. The prodigal son returns. He has. He's been swanning around town doing his thing. I know. Burning the candle at both ends, I tell you. I'm I'm, I'm very tired, but uh, at the same time, good to be back. Yes. It's like a... Part of the family is back again, but then the new part of the family is not here. We don't have John tonight, but he'll be back and Drew will be back again soon. There's so many people, it's just, it swapsies all the time. Mm, mm. But still, regardless, it's always amazing. So thank you for joining and listening to us tonight. Reminder, while we're on air, if you want to talk to us about anything, you can tweet us at Gay Savvy anytime or jump on our Facebook page or call into the studio on 32210197. Uh, lots of stuff happening tonight. We have, of course, coming up very soon, our Freak of the Week. Who will it be and what have they done? As well as our usuals, You Know What I Love and What's Got Your Goat. And uh, our news of the week and our topic for the night, you will find out very, very soon. As well as lots of amazing music. What's today's show being brought to you by? What word? Uh, <laughs> it's being brought to you by the letter T. Uh, T for Tim Campbell, who will be our special oh, interview guest nice this evening. Oh, nice segue there. Yeah. Oh, yes. Um, so I had a little bit of a sit down with Tim the other night, uh, or day, wherever it was. I was in an airport, and uh, oh, I was in person or on phone? No, I was on the phone. I was at the airport. Gotcha. <laughs> and uh, so we had a chat. So we'll play that interview for you tonight. He's so hot. I've, oh. I've, we've, we've mentioned this before when interviewing Anthony Clear. Like I wasn't really one to hold back, saying, "Look, Anthony, if things aren't working out with you two at the moment, I'll give it a go." I'll, I'll try, and uh, yeah, he he found that funny. Luckily, so yeah. I didn't I didn't get a chance to mention that one to Tim. I completely forgot I should have. What? But by, by the way, you know, Spence wants to, you know. Yeah. So you know, if, look, if you, like it's just good to know that you have your options, Tim, Mr. Yeah, Campbell. Like it's, it's good to you know have a lineup of twenty outside your door. So deal with it. Yeah, and then you could be like the new power couple of of the celeb world. You, Tim and Tim. Yeah. Actually, you know, I once um, kind of dated someone whose last name was Spencer and we used to joke about that if we made it, uh, I want my name to be Spencer hyphen Spencer. So it'd be ah. like, hello, Tim Spencer hyphen Spencer, because we both wanted to keep our names because it's very important that we keep our heritage. Oh, yeah. bless you two. That's so cute. And we weren't cousins if that was the next joke you were going to make or whatever. We're he, all thinking it. Okay. He comes from overseas, so that would be very tricky to be related. That would be totes awkward. Mm. Uh, oh, mm. sorry. Just looking on Kat's computer there and my, my goodness. Uh, there is a, a very uh, orcs photo there, so that's going to be an interesting topic is, to talk about. Do you have lesbianism on the computer again? Well, actually, uh, when it comes to the, you know, what I love, and actually what's got my goat, I've got a bit to talk about, about internet shenanigans. Oh. And it's all your fault, Michael James. What? Yes, it's all your fault. Oh, and I will tell you why, especially in uh, what's got my goat. But I'll save that for later. That sounds very, very interesting. I can't wait to hear it. Um, but right now we're going to hear some music kicking off the night. It's Pink's God is a DJ. Here's oh, I Gabe love this song. Savvy. That was Amiel's love song here at Gay Savvy. Michael James, Cat, and Spence in the house. It is time for this week's crowning. We have to crown another Freak of the Week. Now, it's not very often lately that we'll crown a Freak of the Week twice. I'm just reading the article now. How idiotic his his reasoning and thoughts are. My God. He has taken the crown before and he's just gone and and, and started talking again this week. And so we... (laughs) He's opened his mouth again. Scott Lively, shut up. Yes. Yes, indeed. He's an anti-gay crusader, uh, and his name is Scott Lively. Uh, he was a guest on the Alan Combs show recently, where he attempted to explain why homosexuality is a behavioural disorder on par with alcoholism and eating disorders. Oh, sorry, I thought it said homosexuality is caused from alcoholism and, and eating disorders. I'm well, like, it might be. No! no uh, and I love it, he's saying gays are using parts of the body in ways they're not supposed to be used. <laughs> I didn't know there was a guidebook that came out when you were born that says, this is how one must use one's body, must must do this here and this there. Uh, but he's 
he's out there and he's on the warpath again. He's saying, I believe that homosexuality is a behavioural disorder on par with alcoholism and eating disorders, things that people suffer with. It isn't just a moral weakness, it's something that people suffer with. Do you suffer, Spencer? Do you suffer with your homosexuality? Yes, I do. <laughs> I do. But not because of... But not, not in a way like, you know, alcoholism or... or like, the scene's just freaking brutal. Like, that's why I... Like, it's killing me. So you just suffer because you don't get enough grinder likes. Yeah. Is that what you're saying? You, you suffer... But you don't, you don't suffer emotionally. I don't get enough validation as a homosexual for being... <laughs> or, I don't, I don't know. Being pretty. What... You're pretty and no one's validating you. Uh, I tell you, I, I'm not even sure if I'm week. pretty because no one is validating it. Oh. <laughs> oh, well, you suffer from singledom, not from homosexuality. Singledom. What's the cure for singledom? Uh, a good root regularly. Oh, God, person. that doesn't exist in my life. <laughs> that's that's. If you looked in the def- the dictionary of Spencer, that, that you wouldn't so be you, able to find that definition. If, if you're, you're out there listening. <laughs> and you want to throw Spencer a bone, call yeah. the studio now on 321-0197. Oh, great. Now you're prostituting me on this show. Fantastic. Oh, you know, we're just lending you a hand. Yeah. Uh, Help you a brother out. Well, you know, that is your solution hand. to everything. Like, you know, oh, my God, the wing on the plane is on fire. Tim, you need a hand. Okay. Yep. You need a fuck butt. Ooh. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> Language well, yeah. and content warning. On this At thing. least we're appropriately using body parts here, unlike what Scott Lively thinks we're doing. I'm not. That's the problem, I think. (laughs) I'm suffering. If you knew how to use it better, maybe. (laughs) Anyway, okay. Lively comes out and the gloves come off here at Gay Savvy. (laughs) In she comes. One, two, three. You know what I don't like about this guy particularly, though? More so than Bernie Gaynor and more so than our other... More than the Gaynor? Well, yeah, because I think that he's a lot more powerful than these other freaks of the week. Like, I think he does more damage because more people listen to him. This is true. And really? that's Do what they? Makes, well, they, he, had a, he had a massive hand in the legislation in Uganda, um, the anti-gay I think Because I think Uganda, this article is he silly. he went over there lecturing about how they could stamp it out and he has taken credit for the anti-gay legislation in Uganda. He's taken credit for having a hand in what happened in Nigeria and he's also said that he influenced the Russian decision yeah. to make there are, legislation. There are six related articles here about him. He's got anti-gay crusader returns to Russia to discuss tradi- <coughs> to tra- discuss traditional values. Uh, anti-gay pastor target of federal lawsuit launches campaign for Massachusetts governor. Uh, Russia's anti-gay law, one of the most proudest achievements of my career, he calls it. Scott Lively's war on gays spans the US to Uganda, Russia, and beyond. Scott Lively's anti-gay lunacy, the global threat of homosexuality. The global threat. See, when it comes to people like these, I really don't think when he does these things, he thinks what he's doing is right. I think he knows... I'm pretty sure I'm wrong about this, but I just want to be an evil, narcissistic prick anyway. Oh, yeah, so I you think, think he's... he's like a supervillain. Do they exist? Do we know people that you just think they know what they're doing and like it being evil? Or I do think you think he's... they're in uh, their probably mind? Probably every lawyer ever. Yeah? Like you don't think in their mind they, they do something subconsciously to make them think it's it's okay like they or do you think they know they're being evil i think i think this if, if, if that is the case then yeah, i think I he's think one of those people that knows is so far wedged up his own asshole he doesn't know what's going on really no i think he knows what's going on he's just not a nice person they exist i think oh i'm telling you they exist i know Super plenty mm. well Love to hear your opinions on Scott Lively. You want to give us a call and let us know. 32210197. Is there an, do we have anybody else in Australia who is as crazy as he? And does he deserve pretty much a every politician here? That's not. They're getting pretty bad. Yeah. But, uh, you know, his stuff this week, it's, it's kind of far out there. That article moved on to start talking about where people put their bits in which parts of the body. Like, what is he doing <laughs> talking about that stuff? I'm just like... I wonder how much research he's done. I know. I went to Kmart. must watch this. must watch this gay porn. Uh, um, so tweet us in as well if you like. At Gay Savvy is our handle or jump on our Facebook page and let us know. Uh, Kat will be uh, monitoring our discussions over there. She's our social media queen. Uh, live on the show, but it's time Hi, for social us. media queen. <laughs> we got her a crown for it too. We'll have to make sure you wear it. Uh, we're gonna go Feel free to s- write in and abuse me. Uh, yes. <laughs> <laughs> we go straight As into some of our listeners are wanting music to do. Here. They do, they do love it. <laughs> uh, our next one is coming up from the lovely Christina. It is Bionic here at Gay Savvy.
bit of Ben Lee there with This Is A Hit and This Is Gay Savvy, which is a hit as well. Mm. Michael James, Kat and Spence bringing it to you tonight. And uh, bringing to you tonight, in fact, is one of the best segments on radio. It's You Know What I Love. <laughs> now, Kat, you're going to kick us off tonight. I want to know, what do you love? You know what I love? The world's only lesbian-only cemetery has opened. <laughs> This is a real thing. Pray tell. Tell me about this. Why do you love it? Because I love it already. (laughs) In Germany, um, a 200-year-old Georgian parochial cemetery um, just east of Berlin has uh, made space for Europe's first lesbian-only burial ground. (laughs) Yeah. And uh, so so it's like this sacred space. And these lesbians have come in there and taken it over and gone, if you want to be laid to rest here... I don't know. You've got to have your lesbian badge. Or... I, I, there's a joke somewhere in there about being laid to rest. <laughs> <laughs> Write your own jokes. <laughs> uh, I love it. That's it's just simply bizarre. Isn't, um, yeah. What about what about gays? It's been landscaped. Oh. There's another joke there. <laughs> <laughs> the lawns are well trimmed. Yeah. And everything's really well constructed as well. <laughs> Four hundred square meters, uh, and it has a winding sand path and space for eighty bodies or urns. For what? 80 bodies or urns? Or urns. Oh, if right. you so want to be nice cremated. Little, oh, if you're, it's gentle. Yeah, Lovely. if you don't want to be buried. But anyway, so now you guys know. Oh, if I get nice. hit by a truck on the way out of the studio. That's what you love. You want to go to a You want to go to Germany. <laughs> be buried go, in Germany. I want to be buried in Germany in a lesbian-only cemetery. There'd be some really angry ghosts, really. I mean, I don't like... <laughs> Lesbians, <laughs> lesbians are scary when they're angry. Are they, they're, they're ghosts. They, they're dead. You I mean would they're be scary running. when they're alive. Yeah. Let alone when they're dead. Are breeders and and you know anyone allowed to come and visit? I you think you can the... visit. You just can't. You know. Yeah. Be buried there. Is it sponsored by Bunnings? <laughs> <laughs> they probably brought the shovels. <laughs> the shovels, I'm sure. Oh, I love it. I wonder what the shape of the shovel head was. Yeah. Then. <laughs> Now, Spence, I want to know, what do you love, my friend? I'll tell you what I'm loving at the moment. I, I don't know why. It, it, it makes me a little bit uncool in music for all those, you know, indie hipsters out there who, who think I lead the way telling them what to listen to at the moment. But I have a bit of a pop fetish. A bit of a pop fetish? I love Samantha Jade. No. Yep. How very dare you. Yep. I, I was a bit late on the bandwagon for Look What You've Done To Me, but I listen to that quite a bit now. On, it's on one of my you know playlist favorites, if you Do will. Do you dance in heels in your living room to it? No. No. But... I love how you went high-pitched there as though that was a lie. <laughs> like, no. That was, that was a lie. Oh, that's not the truth. How very dare you. I'm not a lady. Um, yeah. Yeah. Uh, uh, I do, uh, yeah, every song that she's put out lately has just been a bit um, contagious. And now her latest one, Up, there's just something about her voice that just has me go. And and, and also her work as Kylie Minogue. Uh, I was just so blown away by her transformation and stuff like that. Just, just whatever she's doing at the moment, she's, I, I like it. I'm loving it. I must admit, I am a little bit of a fan of her at the moment as well, mm. you know. And uh, the gays love her too. Like uh, she came to Big Gay Day two years ago now, mm. two years ago, one year ago now, yeah, and she said, "This is the biggest audience I've ever had." Like, thank you so much. So uh, you know, go go. Some, like, I I just like what she's doing. She's like, she's a hag. I I want her to you know. <laughs> Hang out with me and be one of my accessories. I love it. A single. Oh, love it. We can't even play it for the... The single hasn't even been released for us to get yes. Oh, I've got it if you want oh, it. You've got it. I might, can play it for you. We might even be able to play it tonight. We shall see. But uh, that is what Spence loves. And you know what I love? I love Boyfriend Twins. The newest, funnest thing to look at on the internet this week. It was the best. It's, it's they, they created this Tumblr page... For boyfriends who look like each other. Oh, God. I, Doppelbangers. That's what they wanted to call it. It was initially supposed to be called Doppelbangers, and they called it Boyfriend Twins. I thought it was freaking hilarious. See, when I first read that Tumblr, I thought it was b- people's boyfriends that look alike, like, you know, just found double games. I didn't realize they were gay men, twins, until, until I saw the third pick and the two guys are making out, and I'm like, wow, they got these two double games to look alike and say, we're going to take a photo. Can you kiss for us? But <sighs> the creepy thing, like, I'm looking at some of these and I'm like, is he your brother? Seriously? Like, did you, did you have the same daddy? Because they look really similar. Would you-, you ever date someone that looked like you, Michael? Oh, I don't think I could do it. I could barely um, 
date somebody that that had the same name as me, let alone somebody that looked like me. What about you, Spence? You know, it wouldn't surprise me that when these guys started dating, they didn't really look alike. It like, you know, because some of them look alike because they have grown the same sort of type of beard or something like that. So who knows whether they looked alike to begin with and they've just looked alike after hanging out with each other. But uh, look, if, if I see someone that looks like me and I think they're hot, then so be it. But you see, and that was the whole point of some of this was, isn't that a little bit narcissistic? Dating somebody who looks like you or starting to look the same as your other half. You know what you look like. You know, I don't think... I think when you see people, you you know what you look like. That when you look at other people, it's like, well, they don't look like me because they're not you. You're not a yeah, unless you're an identical twin. Uh, you know. Wait, you're looking at this, and that's why I loved it is because it was just so funny. I thought it was. I thought it was a little bit uh, like so bizarre. It was hilarious. See, so I'm not sure they could take a couple seriously who actually actively looked each other, looked like each other. Have you ever ran into someone that you've seen and said, "Holy crap, they look like me." Uh, no, I saw once a photo from Fluffy and someone was like, does like you? I'm like, it does if I had like a meth problem. Um, and I was like, no. <laughs> yeah, see, that's the thing. Like when I was in high school, about five people one day asked me if I had a brother in senior year. And by the sixth time I got asked it, I sort of said, look, why are you asking me this question? What's going on? And they started explaining that there's someone in senior year that looks exactly like me. And my friends who were in year nine at the time sort of went, oh, that person's in my home group thing. I think I, I know exactly who you're talking about. Is his name blah, blah, blah. And they said, yeah, that's his name. And they're like, yeah, he does sort of look like you. And then they pointed him out to me one day. And it was like one of those things where you look at them up and down and go, no. yeah, I'm unattractive. <laughs> you know, like thinking, really? That looks like me? That is not good. Uh... But... Uh, you know, but I guess you could sort of see it. But uh, like I said, I've never seen someone that. Yeah, yeah. I, you, you you just don't see it. Never it's other people either. that say it. Never seen either. Not sure I could do it. Luckily, I'm not my I'm type. Not I'm not type. my type. No. Yeah, I I don't think I'm my type either. Um, but that's what we love this week. If you want to tell us what you love, make sure you call in the studio on three double two one oh one nine seven. Shoot us a tweet or jump on our Facebook Boost page. Uh, we'll with be back with some Samantha Jade very shortly. Switch 1197 is Brisbane's youth alternative community radio station, supporting the youth and community of Greater Brisbane. Very affordable rates, reach Brisbane's youth and families and support the community. Email sales at switch1197.com. Guess what I've decided? What's that? I've decided to be an organ donor. It's a good feeling. I could save a life. It's good you're telling me. It's important. To donate life, the people close to you need to know your decision. Why? Because in the end, they will be asked to give the final okay. 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 To donate life, discuss it today. Authorised by the Australian Government, Canberra and the Victorian Minister for Health, Melbourne. Spoken by P. Cook, P. Hancock, D. Garvey. Now put the music back on. Let's get the party back cracking up in here, man. Where's your suit? Switch 1197. Online now at switch1197.com. It was fun some nights here at Gay Savvy. Before that, we had Samantha Jade's new song up. Uh, earlier this week, I had the wonderful chance to catch up with Mr. Tim Campbell, uh, chatting about his new album, High School Disco. Uh, this is what he had to say. Have a look, and uh, don't forget to let us know what you think on Twitter, at Gay Savvy. Oh, very, very excited uh, this week. I have a very special guest uh, on the show tonight. We have uh, Tim Campbell, uh, who is here to talk about uh, life and, of course, his brand new album, High School Disco. Thank you very much for joining us, Tim. How are you doing? Yeah, good, very good. I'm, I'm trying to get the nation back into Dunlop Bollies and on the dance floor. It's the way to go. You know? <laughs> <laughs> it is a bit of a, a, a dance album. I've been listening to it. It's got... Um, you know, the tracks from one of my all-time um, favourite movies on there, Footloose, um, which yes. got me very excited. <laughs> oh, God, yeah. I mean, I, I do this, this that song at gigs all the time and always try and do the old, you know, same arm, same leg, hand, hand, arm and, and kick, you know, a bit, a, bit of, uh, a bit of Kevin Bacon stuff as well, so it's great. Look, I, I actually, my bit of pro- profile used to say that, you know, I act a bit and I sing Footloose, so... It would be false advertising if I didn't have it on the album, of course. Uh, yes, I, I wish I'd been able to learn that dance. I've, I've always just been too busy staring at Kevin Bacon to try and learn the dance moves. Um. <laughs> <laughs> well, Steve, yeah. Steve, Steve, am I six degrees? How many degrees is it? I don't know. I've never even worked it out. Uh, you know you can go on Google and you can find out your Bacon number. I can. Well, I think it's IMDB, which I do have a profile there. Uh, I think I'm, I'm like... 
sometimes I'm like two or three because I worked with Benjamin Bratt in a movie once and he's related or something like this. Ah. Just we're all, we're all friends. <laughs> oh, everyone's friends with Kevin Bacon. <laughs> all right, so um, Tim, is I'm, I'm very curious, this album, is this a little bit of a competition? Did you decide that you needed to do an album because a certain significant other of yours decided he needed to have his album out uh, quite recently? Yes, that's exactly that's totally my motivation for everything I do. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> no, no, look, I, I've, I've actually been asked to record in the past, and I said no because I just thought, yeah, I'm having enough on my CV. It's it's the likes of Anthony, like, you know, the incredible singers, and and you know that, that's what they do. But uh, just especially over the last four or five years working with my band and. And a lot of the time, that they are private events, you know, corporates and things like that, so I haven't done a lot of public ones with the band, but um, they just kind of felt right. What we've done with these songs, just freshen them up, and, and they always, like, no matter the age group, to be honest, but these ones always work, and, and I'm always passionate about 70s and 80s music. Like, I just, you know, I mean, I grew up in the 70s and 80s, and, and I've just lived through it, and, and I don't think my fashion sense has changed since everything else. So, <laughs> um, it just, honestly, it just, it kind of felt right to do it, and, and so I have these great views that depose me all the time. So it was just a project where, yeah, you know, I, I, it was a really difficult to choose the songs, to be honest, but you know, we jumped in the studio and, and put our kind of stamp on them, and, and then I get to also finally tour this stuff as well, so I, I can actually do shows that, as much as I honestly love doing corporates, I mean, you know, a bunch of rich people, and they get drunk and they become both, and they dance to my stuff, which I love, <laughs> uh, but also now I get to actually, you know, make a, a full show out of this stuff, and, and I want everyone to get up and dance, even if venue says you can't, to be honest. Yeah, it's very much a dance album. But you know, the number one thing I really love about it is there's no auto-tune in sight <laughs> or in ear no. earshot. <laughs> yes, well, uh, no, one, one, and funnily enough, for someone who's done soap, too, I think it's kind of strange. But, um, <laughs> but now, look, I, I've been doing this live for many years and, and I, you know, I, I'm not the greatest singer in the world, but, um, but actually I have a certain style. And I guess the thing with Anthony, but we have very different... Um, stylistically anyhow, so, um, definitely, and, and stuff that I really love, and whatever suits my voice, I mean, that really, that kind of 80s pop rock suits my voice really well, my look probably doesn't, um, probably just clean cut for that, but, but, um, the sound I, I really love, so, um, so this look, the music just felt absolutely right, and, and the response has been kind of a lot better than I ever expected, so it's, it's been really great. Yeah, I mean, it's great to hear you getting a good response, because, you know, I like to, you know, keep track of everyone on, on my social media. And you and Anthony seem to cop a bit of flack sometimes. Um, so, I mean, how has that been? Are you finding it much more positive now? I mean, some of the stuff people say to you guys is a bit oh, over the top. I can't believe it. Um, you know, social media is, is... Anyone who says anything bad on social media is, is obviously at home a bit of a loser, you know, and, and a bit of a faceless person who's, who's happy to do it. But honestly, Anthony and I don't care at all. Um, and, and to be honest, Really, the majority, and we're talking like 90, I reckon 98% of response is, is positive to us. Like, you, you do get the odd person, but there's always people who, who want to have, who want, I don't know, they just need a hug in their life, I don't know. They just need <laughs> some attention. But, but honestly, Anthony and I really don't care at all. In fact, we, we just laugh our heads off at when people have the, the nous to even write it. And you think, yeah, go back and hug your 42 cats, you dirty bastard. I don't care. You know? <laughs> <laughs> you just gotta tell the person who's writing it. Yeah. <laughs> and you two, you two do love a laugh together. How is the uh, the Kalia Campbell um, podcast going? Is that uh, still on the still in the works? I know you guys did just stint and joy. Yeah, well, that's the thing. We, we we've been doing it. It's, it's it's something that we we haven't committed to do. Like you know, it's not every Monday it's out because um, obviously we have a fair bit going on in our lives as well. But but it is fun. Well, we have fun even outside the podcast. Where. I think that's kind of one of the things that really works in our relationship is that we just, we don't take anything too seriously and we just kind of love having a bit of fun and, and love a bit of champagne, to be quite honest. So, uh, <laughs> the, um, the podcasts are fun. And yeah, because we did the Joy FM in, in um, Melbourne, um, that was enough work. So we kind <laughs> of stopped the podcast. But we need to get back into it, to be honest. Because, um, yeah, but we're really, we kind of don't plan too much. We just turn the mic on and have, have a laugh. And normally it's later in the day. And so, I don't know, whatever comes out of our mouth, we put it on the computer. <laughs> Yeah, it's a, it's an interesting insight uh, into your lives. It's 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 quite it's quite great to listen to, um, and it's good to you know hear what goes on behind the scenes. Um, so the album is out now. It is called High School Disco, and you can get it all of the major retailers and on iTunes. I've seen. 
Yeah, absolutely. Yeah, all of those. And, and look, I say high school disco because it's for me, and I, I don't want to, you know, anyone who's younger than me, I don't want to drag them into the same world. But I say it's, it's songs from our high school disco, which which is definitely the case for me growing up from the western suburbs of Sydney. I mean, these kind of songs and, and a bit more early Bon Jovi and Guns N' Roses as well. But, um, but yeah, look, it's just all the classic hits, which, uh, like I say, when I do gigs today, always work. And, and no matter, like I did a gig a few weeks ago with some 20-year-olds, it was like an arms ball ball, and none of them complained. They, they really loved the 70s and 80s and got up into it. So it's classic stuff that we just want to continue, you know, to make it live. Yeah, absolutely. I mean, this isn't, you know, it might be your high school disco. They still play this at high school discos these days. This is the stuff that's always going to play. People are always going to be up there listening to it. So um, where can they come and see you live? When does the tour kick off? And are you coming to Brisbane? Oh, God, yes. Um, it starts, uh, so it's June, July this year, and I'm starting in Adelaide. But I'm coming to Brisbane on the 11th of July. I'm doing the Kedron um, Waverl RSL. And then on the, t- uh, the uh, 12th of July, the next night, down at... Um, Twin Towns down on the Gold Coast, so which is great. Look, I, I haven't. Kedron is um, is new to me, but the um, Twin Towns is a great room as well. And I've heard that Kedron's great. Like it's kind of the club, and that's, and people go, "What are you doing clubs?" I go, "Well, this is my music, and my audience perfectly suit the clubs." Like I've even made sure that there is a dance floor available at the venues, even if it means taking a whole bunch of tables out because. You know, we, we're going to do the show in two parts. Like the first part will be a bit of reminiscing about our high school days and all of those great tracks and what we wore. And I'm, I'm wanting people to send in their high school photos and we'll do some shout-outs and requests and things like that. And then, you know, the second half, once we've all gone to the bar and got a dirty old wine, we um, get up and have a dance. So I mean, it's just it's all about having a great night out, a great fun night out, and you know, just reminiscing about all our high school disco days. Uh, sounds like it's going to be absolutely fantastic. Well, um, thank you very much for joining us this morning, Tim. Uh, make sure for everybody who's listening, you grab the album from iTunes or go and pick up a hard copy if you like and make sure you jump online. Uh, we'll send out the details uh, for where you can get tickets or you can go and check out uh, Kedron Wavell Services Club or Twin Towns on the Gold Coast. Uh, my guest has been Mr. Tim Campbell. Thank you so much.
love a song that reminds me of a little bit of Kevin Bacon. <laughs> Anything to remind me of Kevin Bacon. Anything that reminds me of Bacon, full stop. <laughs> it's Gay Savvy. That was Tim Campbell's uh, cover of Footloose from his album High School Disco. And that was my interview with his fabulous self earlier this Have week. Have you got the album? I do. What other songs are on there? There are many other songs on there. I would have to tell you the list in one moment. Uh, but he's got a lot of great covers from the 70s and 80s. I love that you want to know, Spencer. Yep. Um, do you, should me and Kat just talk amongst ourselves while you, you, you sort well, you that out? You have to make life hard, don't you? Yeah. I don't know, no. <clears throat> oh, you know, we'll have a bit of, uh, of Tim Campbell. It was a great interview and um, we'll... Uh, be pulling up that list in a moment before we move on to our topic of the week, which is going to be an interesting topic. And I know we've got some very avid listeners who like to join in our conversation. So I'd love to know what they're going to hear about it. Um, if but, you want to call in and, and talk to us about it while, while we talk about it, three two two one zero one nine seven is the number to call. That's right. Or if you just want to be angry online or opinionated online even, whether that be angry or not, uh, at Gay Savvy or we, Gay Savvy Facebook. We have a hang-up button. So, you know, if you, if you do <laughs> decide to, you know, haul ass on us. It's a bit like firing someone for being, you know, anti-gay marriage. Yeah. Oh, yeah, oh, hello. Oh, yeah. I'm going to cop a feel later. Well, before we move on to that, very quickly, just I'll give you that rundown, Mr. Spence. Uh, he's got Play the Funky Music, uh, Shaky Groove Thing, What I Like About You, Don't You Forget oh. About Me, <laughs> Holiday, <laughs> Centerfold, I'm a Believer, Shout, That's the Way I Like It, It Must Have Been Love, Can You Feel It, My Sharona, Footloose, and Faith. Uh, see, I want to hear My like Sharona. You, were, you know... Doing some kind of freestyle poem just then. Oh, yeah. <laughs> I, I right. know, right? I was like, what the hell is he doing? Now, <laughs> I want to get straight into the nitty-gritty today uh, of our topic for conversation, which is, should Ike have been outed? Uh, now, for those of you who were playing along last week, he was the CEO of Mozilla until he was outed, uh, Mr. Brennan Ike, for his anti-gay stance. Now, it's, there's been some articles floating around. He's had to resign as CEO because of this. Now, my question is, should that have happened just because he's a big, fat bigot? What do you guys think? Because this is a bit divisive. Well, hello. If he was racist, would, would a company stand for racism? Not necessarily, no. Not necessarily. No, no, you'd never get away with it if it was some other group he was targeting, like a race group. But is he now... Devil's advocate here, don't tear me apart. I don't think he should have been fired or forced to resign like that so quickly. Yes, his views are offensive, but there's that whole argument, and we've seen it done in the past, for education and rehabilitation that can actually make people see the error in their ways and go, hold on, I'm being an asshole. Mate, if you're a manager and stuff like that, sure, but when you're CEO, come on, mate, have a brain cell. If if you um, want to uh, hold back on someone of a human right... And, you know, I, 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 look, if I was that high up and someone was that, I want to say stupid, um, then I would think, how the hell did you get to this role if that's your, you manage people, you have to guide people how to live their lives and give advice and stuff like that. If you think this narrow-mindedly, we've done something wrong. Yeah, but there's that whole ability for people to change the way they think. And, you know, yeah, but he's he- a massive financial supporter of Proposition 8. In the United States. Yeah, so that what a better opportunity to turn somebody else, somebody's mind around and actually educate them, but somebody who's that just, influential. This is just proof that the free market works. You know, you have the right to say anything, no matter how idiotic it is. You've got the right to say it, that people have the right to boycott your products Absolutely, if they don't also, agree with you, which is what was happening, which is why he got ousted. Aren't we missing an opportunity to show him and teach him a lesson in a positive yeah, way? But how, he's not going to... How the are you going to do that when they're that high up? The world turning on him, calling for his head. They weren't calling for his head. They were calling for people to boycott Mozilla. Exactly. Are, are you calling for his head? What do you think the outcome would be if I, if I had an opinion and everyone wanted my head for that opinion don't you think i'd step aside and go oh well i think my opinion is wrong i need to change my ways well, don't you think that will teach me the right way you look back at jeff kennedy beyond blue where he was anti-gay and they were getting a whole lot of flack for that he's taken the time and he's actually gone he has sought education on the issue he people's furore around that made him actually stop and go maybe i am an asshole how do i fix this and he came back and he's now in support of gay rights, and he is leading Beyond Blue. He is, okay, but because tell. he changed his mind in time, if he kept his yeah. bigoted ways, he'd probably out so on his could, ass right and now. And if Brendan could, Ike had turned around at people boycotting his company and went, oh, shit, I've got to do something, and said that he would, 
yeah. then he wouldn't have this ended is, up in the position he's in now. But the people around him there have that obligation to be able to sort of step in. They well, pray tell, how do you do that exactly, though? You call in a board meeting, you say, look, look we this have is, to have this discussion. And this, this is, is just happen. one of the gaps here. How do we know that that hasn't already happened, Michael? And they probably said, this is a hopeless cause. Get out. I think it would have been made public. If they'd sat him down and said, look, we want to offer you you know, education and support, and he denied it, they would have fired him and said, you know what? And th- that would have been public. I think that they've missed an opportunity to sit down with him and say, look, mm. make a public Maybe this is the opportunity. Start. Maybe he, like, it's too early to tell you. Maybe he is going to walk away from this and go, gee, I've been an asshole, change his ways, and work his way back into something fabulous. Yeah, look, I'm not supporting his his stance. Obviously, he's an asshole, but I think there is well, an increasing habit of this happening. Well, that's my, that's my next question for you then, Michael. Do you think, because, see, I just think uh, it's sort of natural justice, really, um, but there are people out there saying that the gay movement is running amok and it's, you know, carrying on like the rainbow Gestapo and there's all these things like that. Uh, so do you think it's gone too far? Do you think this is it's not the fault of the movement? gone too far. It's this knee-jerk reaction now. Oh, they're a bigot. Fire them. Give us their head. No, off we well, go. Well, no. Boycott their company. There's a difference. Which they can the... stand by him and allow people to boycott the company. They can if they want to. Yeah. But obviously the board of directors or the shareholders or whatever, you know, whatever process they go through was not happy to have their company boycotted. Yeah. Ugh. That's the free market. That's yeah. how this works. But the, uh, this is opportunity for change. You're talking about how influential he is. How can we not harness that? How can we not harness somebody who's backed into a corner and actually start having a conversation with them? I don't rather think somebody spent that much money on Proposition What sort of stuff has happened in your life that you're this positive? I am always a positive <laughs> person. Look, I want to know what everybody else thinks. If you want to tell us your thoughts, you can jump on the Facebook page, tweet us at Gay Savvy, or call us into the studio, 3221-0197. Let us know what you think. Am I right? Or is Come Kat, at right? Me. Kat and Spence <laughs> right? Come at me. I want to hear... All about it. Here's our 8 o'clock message. We'll be back with some more marvellous music and talkie times here at Gay Savvy. Are you a community group looking to promote your upcoming event? Well, give Switch the heads up. Email community notice board at switch1197.com with all the details and we'll do our best to promote it to Brisbane. A bit lucky here at Gay Savvy tonight with Michael James Spence and Kat we hope you have enjoyed this marvellous evening so far. We hope you're getting lucky. Yes. Where you are. Yes, everyone <laughs> should be getting lucky tonight. And I hope everyone in my room too, right now, get lucky soon. <laughs> but knowing you guys, you guys are getting lucky already. I've heard the stories <laughs> off air. You oh. guys are doing very good. Oh, we're amazing. We're all amazing. You as well, Spence. Uh, but it is time for our uber serious part of the evening. It's time for our 8 o'clock news. We need a, a dramatic... <laughs> Headlining tonight's news. Uh, the number of people regularly checking for HIV could increase if Australia follows the UK in legalising home test kits, say leading HIV health promotion agencies. The ban on the kits, which allow anyone to conduct a full HIV test at home, was lifted this weekend in the UK. The US has allowed the sale of the over-the-counter kits since 2012. However... Any move to legalise the swab kits for home use in Australia was some way off with no manufacturer having yet lodged applications with the Therapeutic Goods Administration. The biggest Brisbane queer film festival yet wrapped up its nine-day celebration of the silver screen last weekend, going off with a drug-inspired bang. Entering its 15th year, BQFF organisers had plans to go above and beyond previous years to see that Brisbane, Australia and the world took notice of a festival that has in past lived in the shadow of its interstate counterparts. Mozilla has announced controversial CEO Brendan Eich has stepped down. The firm revealed the personal change in a blog post where it explained Eich's appointment and its views on inclusivity. The statement from Executive Chairwoman Michelle Baker said that Ike has stepped down and that Mozilla believes it should have acted faster. It read, Mozilla prides itself on being held to a different standard and, this past week, we didn't live up to it. We know why people are hurt and angry, and they are right. It is because we haven't stayed true to ourselves. Members of the LGBTI sporting community, humans rights advocates and health and well-being organisations have welcomed the signing of a framework to end homophobia in sport in Australia by Australia's major sporting codes. The agreement was signed in Sydney on Wednesday by CEOs from the Australian Football League, Australian Rugby Union, National Rugby League, 
Football Federation of Australia and Cricket Australia. The agreement commits to ensure a welcoming and safe environment for players, coaches and fans, regardless in the sport of sexual identity, and to implement an anti-homophobia and inclusion framework by the end of August 2014, in time for the arrival of thousands of gay rugby players and fans ahead of the 2014 Bingham Cup. Six judges from the Presidium of Kostroma Regional Court in Russia have ruled that banning two gay pride rallies last year was illegal. The judges made their decision after hearing evidence from gay rights activists Nikolai Alexeev and the Russian officials that had banned the rallies. The judges ruled that the rallies should have been allowed to go ahead and they denounced police claims that they would have been unable to ensure the safety of participants. The judges ruled LGBTI people deserve a right to freedom of expression and protection from discrimination. Jessie J has released a lengthy statement on Twitter denying that she ever lied about her sexuality. A new interview with the pop star sees her revealing that she no longer identifies as bisexual. She first came out as bisexual during... 2011, uh, in which she said, yes, I've dated girls and I've dated boys. Get over it. After receiving some abuse, suggesting that she only identified as bisexual in order to get ahead in the music industry, Jessie J put out a long testimony in which she insisted it was never a publicity stunt for album sales. And that's all of our news for this week with Gay Savvy. If you have any news, stories or articles that you'd like to see us cover, make sure you jump on our Facebook page or our Twitter at Gay Savvy and let us know. And we'll be sure to include that in our upcoming shows. We'll be back very shortly for What's Got Your Goat here with Michael James, Spence and Kat. Minority by Green Day, and this is Gay Savvy with Michael James, Spence, and Kat. This is one of those passionate moments. We like to get you fired up and get to know what's really on your nerves. I have to rub linseed oil into my triceps usually before this segment. I uh, know. I see <laughs> I see you start to get into the zone. Get into the zone. Get fired up. So, Kat, I want you to tell us this week... What's got your goat, love? Well, this is a bit bittersweet. Uh, you, Michael James, have got my goat. Oh, because well, excuse me. <laughs> you sent me, uh, for everyone who's listening, we obviously uh, throw around some ideas for stuff to do on the show when we prepare it. And Michael James sent me an, uh, a link to something on lesbian pornography. Oh, Correct. me dear, did you, you not? dear, how very dare you dare. Did you, you did, though. I may or may not have sent you something about lesbian pornography. You yes. did. Now, look, uh, I couldn't let my journalistic integrity go by the wayside, so <laughs> that was my afternoon gone. <laughs> I had to research everything that was in the article. You ruined my entire day. I, why? I'm, I'm wanting to get to the core of this. What's got you go, Kat? What's annoying you about it? That you stole my afternoon from me, Michael. What were you doing, Kat? <laughs> I told you, I was researching, you know? I mean, oh, researching. <laughs> researching. You sent me the article. That's what I said I was doing when we were talking about the gay straight porn stars last week <laughs> or the week before. Where do you come up with this stuff? Oh, I'm just magic. I'm absolutely brilliant. Well, that's what's got my goat. That's an entire <laughs> afternoon wasted, Michael James. Thanks oh. to you and the lesbian porn. Oh, so you're really your own procrastination. I was doing my your... journalistic duty and being thorough. Yes. And no one could accuse me of not being thorough. And how many uh, how many lesbians out of ten do you give the, the lesbian porn that that, that you were sent? Oh. Yeah. Out of ten lesbians, how many lesbians <laughs> out was of it? Ten lesbians. I don't know. Seven or eight. Seven or eight. Yeah. Excellent. I haven't even watched. I just sent you the link, so you know, I'll I'll take your word for it. Seven or eight <laughs> lesbians out of ten. <laughs> mm, interesting. Spencer. Well, it's funny. Come at me, bro. What's got your goat? <laughs> What's got my goat? Uh, look, uh, this is just going back to the whole uh, theory or hypotheses, if you will, of being a gay is a curse when, when you're Spencer. Um, it's funny because it's something that you posted that's got Cat's goat. Well, Cat, guess what? Something that you posted on Facebook the other day that I came across has got my goat. Oh, it's gone. <laughs> the 18 ugly truths about modern dating that you have to deal with. And it's these 18 facts that have really got my goat because some of them are just so true when it comes, especially to the gay uh, dating <laughs> world. Hurts. Huh? 
So it's the truth that it hurts. It's the truth that hurts. So, like, for example, set plans are dead. People have options, up-to-date minute updates on their friends or other potential romantic interests, whereabouts, thanks to texts and social media. If you aren't the top priority, your invitation to spend time will be given a maybe or I'll let you know. And the dedicating and the deciding factor is that it will be that person that offers more fun interesting than you on the table. That is so common that I'm like, hey, we should catch up for a coffee sometimes. And I get the, oh, I'll see how we're going or maybe or, you know, when I get some time in the upcoming weeks yes and it's like all right if you're not saying yes straight away the person who cares the least wins yep uh, Hands the, down. I, this one is so true the only difference between your actions being romantic and creepy is how attractive the other person finds you that's it that's all <laughs> um hate that uh what else uh so true. yep um uh oh god this one's so true the text message you sent went through if they didn't respond, it wasn't because of a malfunctioning phone carrier services. Doesn't uh, stop us from trying to say that, though. Mm. Well, maybe she didn't get it. Yep. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, um, maybe something's wrong with that phone. <laughs> yep. Uh, social media can also create the illusion of having options, which leads to people looking at Facebook as an attractive people menu instead of men- uh, means of keeping contact with friends and family. Um, oh, that sounds very, very true, Spence. Yep. Uh, should a, it, do I keep going? It's or? a battlefield no. I think, out there. I think, I've, yeah. I, I think that you are just... I've got your anger, your angst. I know that what's got your goat is this very cruel dating world. It's 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 cruel to you. I can see it in your eyes. What's mm. married life like, Michael? Oh, God, married life. You're probably sitting here totally envying all the, all the dating crap that oh, Spence is going to, through, the, aren't you? Hell to the no. Oh, that's just because Hubby's listening. Said, if, no, if Hubby ever left me, <laughs> I would become a crazy cat lady. I would not go out there and date people ever. I couldn't handle it. Not after I hear these stories, I'm just like, that would be me. Done. But that's not what's got my goat. What's got my goat this week is the fascination. Now, this leads in from what you talked about last week, but the fascination with bisexuality um. and the labelling of the celebrity in the media. It is oh doing. God, this could open up its own little segment itself. Head in. Miranda Kerr might be bisexual. Jessie J was yeah. bisexual and now she's not. Oh, Tom DeLay, he was bisexual, but now he's gay. Guess what? No one gives a toss. Like, what we really care about when this actually happens is whether these people actually want to stand up and have some kind of voice for the community mm. and be an advocate for whatever or whoever they are and somehow support the GLBTIQ movement, not whether some tabloid wants to make some fucking mountain of a molehill <laughs> of some comment that they've made about whether or not they might or may not like boys or girls or whatever. That is such irrelevant bullshit and just completely dilutes so many messages and it just is driving me absolutely mad. How is it that I said this last week and you were like, meh, and then this week you're super mad about it? What I, tipped you over the edge? Oh, because it was just one little thing with the Miranda Co. last week and I was just like, mm. but then in this, <laughs> in this last week it's been her, it's been Tom DeLay, it's been Jesse J. And I'm just done. Like, I was just so done. Has with anyone it. seen the play Cock? are obnoxious by nature, though. Yeah. No, but you did. Yeah, it's very frustrating and it play. Very much so, about bisexuality. All about bisexuality, really. And, mm. um, yeah, very frustrating. Very frustrating. So, yeah. yeah. Well, it's, for me, it's just about that, that media and that sensationalization around it. And it just. You never notice that, like, when women start out bisexual, they always end up straight. And when men start out bisexual, they always end up gay. Gay. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Yeah, uh, but, yes, but uh, yeah. it's like that Phoebe Buffet song. Uh, this is what I've picked Smelly up from Cat. friends. No, uh, she sings this song. She becomes a singer to kids, and they love her because she always sings songs about the truth. And her last song was "Sometimes Men Love Women, Sometimes Men Love Men, and Then There Are Bisexuals, But Some Just Say They're Kidding Themselves." La 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 la. la. Yeah, that's <laughs> a perfect way to end that segment. Thank you so much, Spence. We should have you sing more often. Okay. Mm. Beautiful. Well, we'll be back very shortly with more here at Gay Savvy. Taking us away now is of Monsters and Men with Mountain Sound. Smooth Criminal there with Gay Savvy. Michael James, Spence and Kat in the house. It is time for the weirdest, the most wonderful, the wackiest, the bizarre files. The strangest shit we can dig up online every week. (laughs) And I love it. I love it so much. Uh, this one I just love for all of its creepy wonderfulness. Um, we've all seen and heard and laughed at inflatable sex dolls, right? You know, right. Have we? The, 
I don't know what you do in your spare time, Michael. Oh, they're the butt of every... Oh, no pun intended. But they're the butt of (laughs) every, like, Bucks party. You know, there's an inflatable... Yeah, yeah. You know, how many college movies do we see them? You know, it's it's that funny looking thing. Even that scene in Priscilla, Queen of the Desert. Exactly, Mm. exactly. But this has taken things to a whole new level. It's not, like, inflatable sex doll. It's male sex dolls, they're calling them. Not inflatable dolls or anything. Synthetics. They're really creepy. Yeah. Because they look real, like yeah. I they cut. I'm not going to lie; the picture is kind of arousing. <laughs> yeah, like, aside, aside oh, from the fact God, face... trust me. If 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 it was a lonely, weird night and <laughs> I was left alone with that doll, I don't really trust what I do. <laughs> <laughs> I must have. If I rolled over in the morning and saw that, I'd be like, I'm kind of okay with that. Aside from the gelfling face. Kind right. of looks like Gelfling. See, I don't understand Gelfling? this. I don't understand Gelfling? how men can have sex with inanimate objects. I'm not sure they can because, have sex with it. I could just... Well, that's what it's for. Is, that, is it a sex doll? It's a sex doll. That's yeah, what that's, it's for. That's why I said a sex doll. Remember the part a minute ago where I said male <laughs> sex dolls? I, well, male as a novelty, but I don't know these were actually... No, these are really sex dolls. Well, they're companions. Mm. Mm. They give you companionship. This Com- makes for, me for really s- sad. For $7,600, I'll give you companionship. $7,600, would you stick your bits in that? Or do they have bits that they stick in you? I'm not sure. <laughs> um, oh. oh, there's actually, I just while we were looking at this, I'm looking at the price tags, I just found the link for an NSFW collection of pictures. Mm. Not safe for what? They have penises. Well, of course they what do. Does, they what's NS... What, sorry, say that again. Not safe, safe for, for work. work. NSFW. Oh, my God. They they look really... really so tell me. No, but you have to answer the question. Why is it that men can have sex with inanimate <laughs> objects like when, these? Well, ladies do. You've got vibrators and whatnot. Yeah, but that's... You've got, you've got the blow-up penis doll and I'm, things. I'm assuming these. I'm assuming these inflatable male sex dolls could be for women as well. And, like, you women oh, get well, off on no, this thing to... No, because women wouldn't fall for that. These are really... They have full, like, testiculae and, like, full penis and pubes. <laughs> and, and I've been wearing my, my little swimmy shorts tan line on them as well. Um, and then, yeah. They're the... detachable too. Ouch. Are they? Yeah, the penises are detachable. That's, that's... On the, on Could the you dolls. please probably... keep scrolling down? Probably. And this one's even ginger. He's yeah. ginger. That's... Oh my God, I've just found the detachable bits and you can choose whether they're, whether they're flaccid. They're flaccid or, or cut or uncut. <laughs> or... Oh my God. Or there's a little mm. bit of an older one here as well. He looks like, you know. I'll keep scrolling. I want to catch yeah. up with Michael. Where, where were he you looks at? a little older down there. It was, or it's like the Gelfling. He's had his head shaved. There's Gelfling again. These are incredibly realistically creepy. They look like we'll put the photos up on Facebook and Twitter for you to have a look See, at. See, this just makes me depressed because it reiterates that we have to look. Yeah. No. You know, like there's this body image we all have to. You look like that. Yeah, you look like that, Tim. You look like Get I mean, off I the grass. I haven't seen you with the pants off, love, but I mean, you look as skinny and good looking as that. Exactly. You don't have gelfling face, but <laughs> this one with the shaved head and the beardy thing. If you you had used a the bit word of... skinny. Don't ever say that word around me. Oh, oh God. God. The, the man who doesn't want to be called skinny. Well, Jesus we'll put those Christ. pictures on our Facebook page. Not safe for work, of course. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> Make sure you put... um, probably just not good for your mental health, full stop. I'm put a little bit scarred. Put up both the links with the, the regular and the not safe for work one. Yes. Look at this one. It's so convincing. He's reading a book. The male sex doll is reading a book beside him and it's called Sex at Dawn. No. <laughs> oh. oh, I've read that book. Oh, brilliant bless. book. Well, so has the male sex doll as well, apparently. <laughs> oh, um, wow. So I've got, you know, a similar reading taste. And his name is Joey. <laughs> and he's got a zipple ring as well. Oh, uh, see, that's a turn off. Uh, excuse me. Oh, shit. That's right. Someone in this room has a piercing. Uh, All right. The clothes well, come off. You can't see tits on the radio, Michael. I know. But you two can, so. Ooh. <laughs> Uh, check it out. We'll put it up there. We'll put the no, not safe for work links as well. There, so don't open them at work, people. But they are hilarious. That is our bizarre, freaky, wonderful, amazing files for the week. Yeah. Now Michael has to go have a lie down. Yeah, I do. I can't stand up from the desk for a while, people. Uh, but find out what <laughs> you can for us next week. Can you top the freaky mail? <laughs> <laughs> I, see what you did there. <laughs> I thought I you knew what you were doing there, Michael. Oh, yeah, you know. Uh, so can you find one better than the male sex dolls <laughs> for next week? Uh, or can you find one that Kat can use uh, that's a little bit better than that? Is there a lesbian sex doll? What's out there? If it's weird, it's It's wonderful. called the She it's Scissors. 
Scissor me timbers. Get your <laughs> she scissors today from your local Mattel store. Sally. Come at me, bro. <laughs> <laughs> Love it. Well, send it our way. Facebook, Twitter, at Gay Savvy. It's all there. And don't forget, by the way, uh, if you're listening to us live, you can listen to our podcast, and they're amazing. Uh, last week is <laughs> I'm sorry, get, it, get the she scissors, to, she, she scissors tomorrow comes with own cat. Fuck. <laughs> <laughs> uh... <laughs> Oh no, oh. you guys have lost it. They've lost it. I love it. it. There, we have lost it. So tune into the podcast anytime. Last week's is up and online now. Just go to the iTunes store and search Gay Savvy. It's marvellous. It's wonderful. Here's a bit of George with Breathe In Now. Hole in My Heart There by Bobby Flynn uh, from his album Real World. Uh, before that, we had uh, George's Breathe In Now. It's been an amazing night with some amazing people this evening. Have you guys had a marvellous time? It's flown by. Mm-hmm. Very good. I always have a great time with you, Michael and Tim. Oh, yes. Meh. All right. Uh, oh. Can you just slap the bitch out of him, so please? It's, uh, it wasn't as good for you as it was for me. Is that really oh, you know, nice try, guys. Like, good effort. Oh. You know, you, we did good. We did all right. Oh, we're amazing. But look, there's lots of other amazing stuff happening around town we want to let you guys know about before we wrap up for the night um, to make sure you can get your fine selves down there. Uh, we talked last week about uh, the LGBTIQ queer art project down at the New Farm Neighbourhood Centre uh, in New Farm. Uh, they've got three different sessions for consulting about this uh, art project to go up there. One was on last Monday. Not a single woman turned up as a matter of interest. So if you're a lady and you want to get down there and support this, have a say in this um, great you know, permanent art fixture that's going to go up. It's on this Monday, the 14th of April, and the following Monday, the 28th of April, both at 5.30 until 7.30pm at the New Farm Neighbourhood Centre. Get your fine selves down there. Mm-hmm. You should go along, Kat. I will. You're a woman. <laughs> I Be am. raw. Contrary yeah. to popular belief, I am. Tim, uh, shut up. I've, yeah. I'll come I've with heard, you. I've heard stories. <laughs> you can go. There you go. Two ladies. Perfect. Perfect. Um, some other events going along, Kat. You can't go to this one. Uh, it's Friday the 18th of April. It's Rigid's Good Friday Just Got Better. Uh, Rigid is a... Uh, it says Rigid <coughs> Resurrects on Good Friday. Uh, it's at number 29, which is a SOPV oh. uh, in the valley. Uh, and it's when the doors are closed. Brisbane's best men's underground party is open. 8pm start. Bring your sunnies. Um, is that a party or is that could that be anything, any rule goes sort of party? Yeah, I think it's a naked party, uh, an SOP, or clothes optional anyway. Um, and it's at the SOPV, so people can go out the back and do the grown-up stuff if they want. Or they can just go and, you know, have a, a dance with not much clothing on. Or I'd be interested. You can keep it. Mm. You can keep that, boys. But, you know, it's each to their own. Some people want to do that. On the same night there, there's also an event happening down at Family Nightclub, uh, which is Family Presents We Party, Good Friday edition, uh, which is, we all know, Family Nightclub for where Fluffy is hosted, where we all go to feel bad about ourselves. Um, we also have, coming up May 17, so it's a while away, but it is the Equal Love Rally happening in Brisbane because it is the Equal Love Year of Action. Uh, and it is very, very exciting. They'll be kicking off at 1 p.m., May 17th at the usual places in the city. Spence, what do you got for me? Cheated Hearts is this weekend on Saturday. So uh, get into the Cheated Hearts website, www.facebook.com forward slash Cheated Hearts in the Valley. Um, it's sort of the alternative queer music event of the month. Um, Keen and I also starts this Sunday at QPAC. Very Opening nice. night. Yes. Yeah. And don't forget, tickets for The Lion King are on sale now. And uh, also... I almost had a freaking conniption this week. Hanson have announced their next tour for Australia, yeah. August 5. They're going to be at Brisbane, it's only $65 at the Tivoli. It's amazing. Also, that latest Alan Cummings movie? I don't know. You sound like you're talking dirty. Alan Cummings, yeah. Uh, it's probably totally up your alley. It's this couple <laughs> that want to... Up your alley. Um, they, well, it's... it's so gay. Like some elements to it would be relatable. It's this gay couple that want to try and adopt uh, a oh. child. Uh, he's he's um Down syndrome and uh, the struggles that they encounter trying to. Uh, oh. Yeah, it's 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 on the cover of a magazine that you contribute to. So uh, that's all. I I wonder if it's at the movies yet or not. If not already, so yeah, there's that to see too. I'll take my editor up and get some free tickets. Mm. Love it. Can anything else you want to add to the add to the party there? Any any lesbianic? This weekend, yeah, it's like the national cheated hearts. Lesbian cat cheated convention hearts. Or, no, you know. we covered it. Cheated hearts and obviously fluffy. 
Uh, no, nothing more exciting than that that I know of, but feel free to jump on our Facebook page, Gay yes. Savvy, and anything that you know of that's coming up on the weekend that you think we should go and check out or that uh, you want to do a bit of a review on for yourself, you can put that on our Facebook page. Beautiful. And don't forget also keeping your diary June 8th, uh, Sunday night. That is, it'll be the Queen's Ball happening at Brisbane City Hall. It's going to be amazing. Uh, ticket prices oh and details will be Oh my goodness, it's soon. almost been a year already. I know. It's going to be amazing. We partied with the Veronicas. Oh, yes. It's going to be so hot this year. Just loving it. Uh, but I'm loving us. And unfortunately, we have no more time left together this evening. Uh, thank you very much for joining us, my gracious co-hosts this evening. We will see you all next time here at Gay Savvy. I'm Michael James. I'm Kat. Spencer. Bye-bye. Have a fabulous night.